What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's great to see all you geeks out there. I just, I'm assuming y'all are geek or nerds or something to that effect. Because you're here with us. Or dorks. Hello. Heckin' dorks. So, it's gonna get right to the point. Magic. The Gathering, not, not Harry Potter. Or witchcraft. Maybe witchcraft. I mean... Could be a little witchcraft. Let's be honest, there's probably some witchcraft. I mean, it's kind of like a tarot reading for victory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw a spread of seven cards and see if I win. <laughs> I'm going to draw seven cards and we're going to take turns drawing cards. And then we're going to use these previously agreed upon rules to create a spread. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to determine whether you're happy or not. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Basically. I, uh, well, I pulled the, uh, the three of Jace's. Um, it's not looking good uh, for you, bud. The three of Jace's. So are we talking about the OG Jace Bellerin, Bellerin, however you want to pronounce his last name, that cost two blue and one more for a total of three? Like, sure. Is that the three of Jace's? Sure. I totally planned that shit. Excellent. <laughs> Listen, Jace. <laughs> so I've admittedly not kept up with the lore for like 10 years. But as of 10 years ago, Jace was my boy. Fair. Yeah. As someone who plays mono blue. Mm, <laughs> I might need I might need a new host. <laughs> Misty Europe. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. She can't be your host. She's getting head scratches from me. Yeah, no, I knew you was a blue player. You know, I don't I don't know that we've ever actually played magic together. We haven't. Uh, but uh like we've we we've talked about it on numerous occasions we've talked about it i know i know that kit and i have played i'm 80 percent sure you have seen us play at least a little bit uh yeah i think so i feel like i may have seen y'all play at some point Maybe. Unknown. But you and I definitely have not played. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I play a little bit of blue uh, in Commander. Um, not mono, but... Sure. Because if you're playing <coughs> mono in Commander, come on, guys. <laughs> what? I, it's perfectly viable. It's just, it seems like, it seems like a waste for something that's based on so heavily reliant on colors as far as the rules go um now you, you... now commander is what <clears throat> we used to call edh right yeah those those okay. two words are basically interchangeable gotcha gotcha and i'm not kept up with the game much in that 10 years <laughs> fair uh so for anybody who doesn't know magic is typically played uh with a 60 card deck um minimum 60 no upper limit right yeah. broadly considered the optimal deck size is 60 yeah it lets you get the good stuff that you want faster is typically speaking uh but you're allowed to have typically you're allowed to have four copies of every card um that you want uh in your deck Colloquially uh, referred to as a playset. Correct. Uh, in Commander, things are a bit different. Minimum uh, deck size is a hundred. I'm not. I, you, pro you. I'm actually not sure if you can go over a hundred in Commander slash EDH. Uh, but nobody does. <laughs> uh, I've not. At least I've not seen it. I <coughs> believe. Um, you're only allowed one copy of each card. Uh, and. With the exception of, of basic lands, you can have as many basic land copies as you want. Um, but each each non basic land card uh, is restricted to one. 
and then you have your commander, which is a either a legendary creature or a planeswalker with a special effect that allows it to be a commander. Uh, and it, it basically you can play it at any time. It's not in your hand. It sets its own little special place. Um, and your deck has to be the same color or colors as, as the mana cost for your commander. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I that's primarily what I play when when I do play. Uh, but I um, you know, I play I play a couple actually red blue decks uh, in commander. Uh, so um, I do I do at least on occasion get to counter spell. <laughs> somebody it feels good every time for me not them red blue you prefer aggro then uh yeah mostly aggro and a little control so i play uh i play mizix uh so uh remind me Basically, so this particular, uh, and there's there's more than one Mizzix, but uh, he's a goblin wizard. Um, oh, okay. And um, fucking not Alara, the other multicolored set, Ravnica. You know, I don't know. I actually don't know what set he's from. I'm not good with sets. Um, but uh, basically, his whole thing is every time you cast a spell that caught who's that's converted mana cost is more um than the number of counters he has on him he gets a counter for every counter he has on them your spells cost one less colorless mana to cast uh and that applies to things where where the cost is x so if he has nine counters on him and you cast a spell that's a red and x x is nine so uh it get oh, it shit. can get real dumb <coughs> uh also it's real stupid real fast yeah uh there's a spell card called uh it a sorcery uh called mizix mastery and you play every instant in sorcery from your graveyard all at once so after you spent the entire game getting counters and your opponent's already tired of your shit part two the redux uh, I mean, they get banished at the end of the thing, but look, like if if you're not you 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 can't if you can't basically spit your entire deck's worth of spells out and win, then you weren't going to. <laughs> it can be pretty nasty. Uh, but so yeah, it's it's a lot of um a lot of draw and burn. Um, uh instance and sorceries is what it amounts to uh and then i play a um a joyra uh artifact uh deck basically she she says whenever you cast a um a historic spell which is so anyway when you cast is a historic spell so like uh uh artifact uh artifact creature uh saga anything like that you draw a card. And so uh, you couple that with a, uh, a couple of artifacts that, you know, reduce the cost of artifacts and then a bunch of low cost artifacts. And you just, a few turns in, you just draw through your whole deck. And you, there's, <coughs> I run an infinite mana combo in there. So draw through your whole deck, set up the infinite mana combo, and uh you win <laughs> uh <laughs> okay i've got my little combo set up and now i'm going to play every card in my deck <laughs> yep uh and uh i've got there's there's an artifact it's basically like a catapult like you sacrifice an artifact deal damage so once you have like 80 artifacts on the field you just sack 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 die <laughs> I don't I don't play it too terribly often a because I like having friends <laughs> and uh, B because um, I don't it's it's one of those things like it in sometimes does not feel like you're actually playing the game so like it's kind of like playing solitaire uh, and while that is the goal of Yu-Gi-Oh 
is to play solitaire and your opponent doesn't get to play the game. Um, I I typically try to actually enjoy playing Magic <laughs> as opposed to, you know. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is to win and take children's lunch money. Magic is to have fun. <laughs> For me. Uh, <laughs> good. I will... I feel good about saying that Magic is the less toxic game, despite Wizards' best in, best efforts to make it not. <laughs> Uh, it is, in my opinion, still the less toxic of the two. Not the less toxic of the big three, but the less toxic of the two. Um, I, I think I think objectively, Pokemon is probably the top, uh, top top game right now. Uh, but you know, maybe maybe after Wizard stops making money, they'll they'll come back. They're not gonna stop. No, they they've made. Okay, so you may have heard um, the the LOTR uh, Magic the Gathering set is just about to drop, and it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> that tracks. Um, the uh, so anybody who hasn't heard, uh, there's a bit of a treasure hunt. Collectors boosters uh, of of the set contain serialized contain Elven script. Car, uh, ring cards so there's um you know the elven dwarven and human rings there will be 3,000 non-serialized regular elven 7,000 dwarven 9,000 human and then there will be 300 serialized elven 700 dwarven 900 human and then there is a one of one completely unique in the whole ass world serialized one of one the one ring and the world has kind of lost its shit uh current uh bounty on the one ring is two million dollars so if you pull the one ring uh the serialized one ring you made it big and um you can finally pay your weapons dealer back (laughs) looking at you gene if you find oh my god <laughs> or you can finally pay back your student loans. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it depends on what level your higher education was. Understandably, uh pre-sales for uh the LTR set have been have, have have done very well. As of right now, so the set doesn't even actually come out until like the 20th or something like that. Uh pre-release was last night. Uh, this will be pre-release okay. weekend. Um, <coughs> I don't know that collector boosters were available during the pre-release event. Probably, at least at some stores. To someone somewhere, <clears throat> surely. Yes. That has not the the fact that the set's not officially out yet. Uh, of course, Wizard ships uh product early to to buyers uh to like the to dealers. Uh, so that has not stopped many stores from already cracking uh, a lot of product. Uh, searching for the One Ring themselves. Uh, as of right now, no one has admitted admitted that they have found it. Somebody did post that they pulled one of the Dwarven Rings. Um, that sold uh, reportedly for ten thousand. So even even the baby rings are uh, worth some change. Uh, somebody told Gracious. me that the non serialized uh, Elven script rings are actually selling for a pot for upwards of two grand. So, oh wow. Yeah, so it's uh it, it it's a it can be very worth. The collector's boosters are like way more expensive than regular packs. So you go to Walmart, you're probably gonna spend twenty five, thirty dollars a pack uh on uh on collector's boosters. <laughs> if uh if you were gonna buy in bulk, last week was the week to have done it because uh scalpers have officially, from what I have seen, obtained all the remaining bulk sets uh, in the wild. There's um, there's not any uh, not any bulk product that I'm seeing on eBay uh, for less than a fifty percent markup. So sorry guys, <laughs> but you can still buy you can still buy retail singles, <coughs> so or retail packs. So uh, if you're one of these scalpers, <clears throat> if you are one of the people who has bought these large supplies of 
of these things. And, like, with specifically the intent of selling at a significant markup. Like, you're not doing it for the joy of the game. You're doing it to flip for, for your own profit. I want you to know you're not invited to my house. I will not make you tea. You will not eat my spaghetti. Damn. Ren makes good spaghetti, for the record. Oh, thank you. It's very good spaghetti. Uh, yeah. So, uh, somebody tried to turn me into a scalper, uh, yesterday. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, I, uh, I have not, like, I've, I've kind of kept it on the down low. Because, like, I, 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 bought a, I bought a booster case, uh, which is six boxes. Because, I mean, not gonna lie, if I pull the one ring, I can't not flip it. But also, it's the Lord of the Rings set. <clears throat> so, like... Obviously. Yep. So, I bought a, I, I, I bought, I bought a, a case. Uh, one of the, may actually have been the last reasonably priced one on eBay. <laughs> so, I, I talked to a, a fistful of people, like, like a few people about it. And Mike was one of them. And his immediate reaction was, Yo, boy, bring me one of those boxes. And I was like, no, I'm going to open it. And he was like, you don't understand. I will trade much tattoos for this box. <laughs> and it was like, like way more value in tattoos than what the box, you know, would retail for. And I was like, this mother is trying to turn me into a scalper. <laughs> like the deal is solid. <coughs> you still can't have it. I appreciate it, but I want to open it. <laughs> now I will Go say. This is a friend of yours it is. that has offered what he considers has offered you what he considers to be fair value. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to say that even if you had taken it, it would not make you a scalper. Ah, uh, well, you know, that that would that, that does make a difference. <laughs> less less dirty feeling. I mean, you could call yourself a scalper if you wanted. I mean, you know. But <clears throat> but you would still be invited to my house. I would still make you spaghetti. I've never made tea for the crew. I should do that sometime. Yeah, I, I, you you have you have uh, generally a pretty good assortment of fancy teas. I'm just talking about southern sweet tea. Ah, diabetes. <laughs> That's right. Damn skip. I love me some diabetes. I mean, sweet tea. <laughs> See, I know you do. I need you to judge my tea sometime. Because I know that you, when it comes to good southern sweet tea, I know you have a refined palate. <laughs> That's right. I I have sampled. So I, I like, okay. So I used to travel <coughs> uh, for work quite a bit. And there's only like... There's like a like a, f a f four to five state radius where you can get decent sweet tea, and I'm I'm not going to say that Arkansas is right in the center of that circle, but if I had to you know say where Arkansas was located, it would be right near the center of that circle. <laughs> not saying Arkansas is the center of the sweet tea world, but it is. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, so, like, Missouri, Tennessee, not Mississippi, for some reason. Huh. Uh, <laughs> there's something wrong with either the water or the air <laughs> or something in Mississippi. Bless their hearts. There's something wrong with Mississippi. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, and then, like, if part of from, Texas. If you're from Mississippi, I love you. Yeah. And my comment is not directed at you. We we love you people from Mississippi. We just won't drink your tea. <laughs> uh we love you, not your not your tea. If I come to your house, I will drink your tea. <laughs> uh, no no matter what. <laughs> so but I'm yeah. Not, I'm not gonna be rude and tell you I won't. Like, but like outside of like these, like the 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 mid south, the mid mid south states here, there's there's not a lot of really good sweet tea out there. 
Like, you go out west and they at least try to serve you, like, pre-bottled sweet tea, like Lipton. Uh, bottled sweet tea. It doesn't, it's not great. Uh, Honey, that ain't sweet tea. But at least it's not, um, they didn't try to brew it and fail. (laughs) I have been places where that's a thing. And I think it's just, they don't put enough sugar in it. Uh, and or they they're accustomed to boiling it for too long one of the two like like some of it is legitimately kind of burnt but i just realized it might have sounded like i called you rude a minute ago and i definitely did not mean to do that oh i didn't notice so oh well never mind that (laughs) never that never happened it wasn't a thing good uh it's not even gonna be on the recording (laughs) (laughs) what recording (laughs) right this is never gonna see the light of day um <laughs> we're just talking about magic and tea for an hour and it's just us we're not even <laughs> not even recording good i had to look over to make sure we were recording so i got paranoid <laughs> for a second i was like oh shit what if oh <laughs> uh, but yeah but yeah good good sweet tea is a treasure it doesn't exist everywhere um now <laughs> I like if you're up in like I don't know eh, one of them Yankee states <laughs> and you like I want some sweet tea you probably can go to McDonald's I think McDonald's tea is pretty universal and McDonald's for better or for worse has some of the sweetest tea which means they have some of the best tea <laughs> so when I was in college I survived on like, basically, my supper that I ate at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night every night mm-hmm. was two Chipotle barbecue grilled chicken snack wraps and a Mickey D sweet tea. Hell yeah. Dinner of champions. And it was, tax and all, it was just north of $5. Yep. Yep. You know... Because I'm mm. old now. <laughs> so that was fifty years ago. <laughs> being being honest, like it is, it is hard to beat McDonald's value. Like, like you can say whatever you want about the quality of their food or whatever, and I will. <laughs> is it great food? No. <laughs> Does it still, for some reason, taste adequate compared to the price? Usually. Oh yeah. Like, like depend. <clears throat> like unless you're like unless you're trying out one of their mad science concoctions. Yeah. No, it's typically pretty on point for what you're paying. Is it good food? No. <clears throat> Does it still fucking slap somehow? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Big shout out to McDonald's. Uh, we're not sponsored, but we could be. Uh, hit us up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so thinking about it, there's okay. So <clears throat> magic, the planes <coughs> of magic is are it's a magic is a multiverse, right? And there's there are Ravnica is not a world; it's a plane of existence. Right, uh, just like uh, Alara, Kamigawa, mm-hmm. um, Zendikar, Zendikar, sort of. What are, what's left of Zendikar? <laughs> okay, the last time I played and kept up with the lore, Zendikar was still a real place. <laughs> well, Zendikar is still a real place, but the Eldrazi just ate most of it. Oh, good. Um, you know they 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 were after all that all the mana. You know, and <laughs> for those who don't know, the Eldrazi are things that the things you have nightmares about have nightmares about have nightmares about. Yeah, pretty much. I think for... that was enough things. Yeah, no, that seemed appropriate. <clears throat> so there's you. You have nightmares about things. <clears throat> they have nightmares about things. They have nightmares about things. And then they have nightmares about things, and those are the Eldrazi. Yeah. They're, they're, they are um, Eldritch Terrors. 
through and through. Uh, they don't even... So, um, and I, I don't know if this was ever touched upon. I don't know if this was ever touched on back when you were playing. Um, but the, um, the, the big boss daddy Eldrazi, the, the physical forms that manifest aren't even their actual forms. Like they basically exist in the far realm and what, what we typically fight against are their avatars basically. So they've got that hardcore freeze. So this isn't even my final form. Oh, good. You know, I love that. Oh yeah, the the last Zendikar set was was a really cool set. Um, really really liked it. Uh, but yeah, the Eldrazi the Eldrazi have done a number on on poor Zendikar. But out of all like, there's samurai worlds. There's basically the hunt like there's a plane populated by the Huns, but orcs. Um, well, I was going to pull up my magic the gathering app and um just look up some of the big name eldrazi and it has chosen this moment to um totally reload everything nice so the the big three um ulamog uh kozilek kozilek and big one uh the eons torn was its name Emrakul. in the original emrakul uh yeah, so those are the big three boogie daddies. Yes, the eons torn, like an eon, just a vast stretch of time. Multiple of those now tear them like paper. That's Emrakul. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> and so and they're so that like post post news into car set. They, um, Emrakul actually escaped and went to the Van Helsing universe. Uh, I forget what it's Innistrad. Well, Innistrad. And went to Innistrad and I know fucked it with Innistrad so- for a while. I know it is Soren's universe. Yes, there we go. Um, and he took that personally. Uh, Soren Markov did? Yeah. Good. Actually, everyone sort of took that personally. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, uh, we got some we got some interesting things out of that set, including Eldrazi angels, like like some big names fell to the Eldrazi. I remember that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was that was a pretty it was a pretty cool time in lore. Like I do remember seeing <clears throat> some of the cards mm-hmm. that like this. I don't remember if it was a pair or a trio of like noble angel sisters Mm -hmm. fighting for avison the angel of hope the patron the of all of innistrad Mm -hmm. who by the way soren markov lord of vampires dark lord of fucking whatever he decides he wants to be dark lord of pretty much created her so that on the plane of Innistrad, the vampires and ghosties and ghoulies and all manner of shit wouldn't wipe out all humans. Turns out you gotta protect your food source. <laughs> right. Dracula. <laughs> <coughs> A.K.A. Edgar Markov, apparently. <laughs> Soren's uncle, I think. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Literally ten years ago. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I get it. So Soren creates Avacyn. There are these three angel sisters, three of her, or maybe two, I don't remember, of her, like, most trusted, her strongest warriors. And they are corrupted by the Eldrazi. Yup. Yup. It was, it was dark days. And then there was, there's, there's, uh, Egypt. Nicol Bolas took over. Uh, I forget what plane what plane it's called, but it's very Egyptian. Amonkhet, maybe. Uh, I'm not positive, uh, but probably he took. Uh, Nicol Bolas took over, like enslaved the actual gods of that world. Like, like he was like the <coughs> most probably the most powerful he's ever been, and like 
a, a fistful of like that's crazy yeah he had like a fistful of like the big name planeswalkers working for him and stuff uh liliana was with him for a, a second and then she was like nah <laughs> um but it was it kind of went like it was in the same era as like we were waiting for like the infinity saga to finish and so like but like all the planeswalkers from like everywhere got together basically we're just like nah fuck nickel bolas and so like they kind of had their own avengers moments where just like all the planeswalkers got together and went to stop the the magic the gathering equivalent of thanos and uh it was it was a pretty cool so there's actually an animation thanos um, who already has the infinity stones yes essentially i do remember at one point like liliana and jace were like fucking for a hot minute yeah uh and i don't remember what time frame that was but that was a thing it was while i was still playing or shortly after okay yeah that was that was before i was really into the game as much and i'm pretty sure she was if not working for bolus directly then like working with him sort of by association yeah and i seem to recall while she and jace are involved like him finding out and being like liliana that's fucking stupid and she's like you're right (laughs) (laughs) but i mean okay so he like bolus is shady liliana's shady like it works out but yeah, no. Jace is also kind of shady. He's a whole ass mind mage. Yeah, I mean, Jace is a different kind. Jace is blue shady, though. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we provide many wonderful services. Do 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 you? <laughs> I mean, I guess someone has to be the fun police. <laughs> That's the real reason cops are like are the boys in blue. I know you did not just call me a cop. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> well, and that's the story of how I got uninvited to tea. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. But no, so my, my overarching point is there are many planes that have been explored in Magic the Gathering, including, including like a whole plane of crime family syndicates. But yeah. Uh, and and cyberpunk samurai that used to be just regular samurai uh yeah so not once (laughs) not once have they gone to a plane that's basically the american south and it's where the good tea is I, i just i really need i really need a planeswalker whose name is bob and the card art is just this old cantankerous guy in a rocking chair, like, in a cabin, just with a shotgun. <laughs> and an artifact called Sweet Tea. A legendary artifact. I need it. And then, like, so you, you, you are you, are you familiar with the, I forget what it's, exactly it's called, it's, it's their rats. And their effect is you can have as many copies of it in your deck as you want. Oh, um, was that <clears throat> Relentless Rats? Possibly. I, I, I cannot remember. Um, they, I, I'm pretty sure they were, it was yeah. a black card. Yeah. My piece of shit finally finished ah, updating. Nice. Relentless Rats, two black and one more. It's a 2-2. Relentless Rats gets plus one, plus one for each other creature on the battlefield named Relentless Rats. A deck can have any number of cards named Relentless Rats. Gotcha. So it's not bound by the specific, you can only have four of this rule. Even even in Commander, because of that effect, you can have as many Relentless Rats as you want. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. That's the worst. Right? <laughs> 80 copies of Relentless Rats. My commander. <laughs> well, you need you need some mana. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep getting mana screwed? <laughs> it's like there's only Relentless Rats in this deck. It's because there is. <laughs> uh, oh my god. So 
so in, in in a set where that's set in the American South, there has to be a car that's basically relentless rats, but that's a mosquito. Okay, so <laughs> 70, 70 relentless rats 70, and thirty yes. black mana. Yep, that would or or like twenty nine black mana and a copy of that one card that says take, like basically you target a creature in your graveyard and you put every creature with the same name from your graveyard into play. I forget what it's called. But that was like the whole point of the Relentless Rats deck, was you milled all your rats into your graveyard, and you played <laughs> that shit, and you just put your whole ass deck full of Relentless Rats onto the battlefield, and oh, then you, you swung for game. That is for sure some blue-black shit. Yeah. Uh, so, but like, yeah, I want Relentless Rats, but as Mosquitoes. Because, like, if there's any if there's any pest in the South that should cost black mana, and there's virtually infinity of, it's mosquitoes. <laughs> yes, we we also have rats, but they're not. They're we also not, have a shit ton of feral cats, and so. But somehow still rats. <laughs> they're controlled though. That's is true. what I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, There's a very delicate balance. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now that now all that being said, if we do get a an American South set, and there is any there is any card, land or not, <coughs> that looks like it even might have a chicken house on it, I won't buy a single pack. <laughs> <laughs> chicken houses are a blight upon the American South. You know that any set based on the American South would have a chicken house. It would be it would be like a dual land or something like that. Like being my luck, they would like print new fetch lands and So chicken house. Like I'm talking the big long industrial chicken house oh, yeah. bullshit. The ones the ones that everybody with an acre and too much credit <laughs> comes into the battlefield tapped mm-hmm. and you can tap it for a white or a black. Yep. Basically. Yeah. Flavor text always smells like shit. <laughs> Why can't I pay for all Monsanto's chickens? Because they jacked the price up. I don't know <laughs> if that's Monsanto. Uh, Monsanto. They're the they're, they're, they're the, the crop chemical. People. Yeah, they're they're into like pest and like bug control and crops and shit. Yeah, who am I thinking of? <clears throat> um, unsure. I don't know. It'll come to me. Yeah, probably. But yeah. Uh Magic the Gathering is is a often strange but still magical place. One more quick thing about an American South set. It would not be the Rudy Tootie Cowboy Shooty set. No. That's the American West. Yes. Yes. Just that's... want just want to point that out. We're we're talking we're talking rednecks, <coughs> not not cowboys. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> um, Functionally the same thing, but very different in execution and aesthetic. And aesthetic. And mode of transportation to varying degrees. Yeah. Like like they ride horses, we 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 ride tractors. Exactly. <laughs> I was I was gonna say janky pickup trucks <laughs> with like you know huge tires, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. S- mm. it depends on the redneck. <laughs> there are two. There are there are. Okay. If you're an aesthetic redneck, and also I'm not gonna say it that way. <laughs> then yeah, you probably have the lifted truck. No farmer, standard pickup truck, standard long wheelbase pickup, mm-hmm. the kind you can't get new anymore. Right. Because aesthetic rednecks have taken over. Yep. And, like, the only mod is an engine that's too big. Like, like they had, like, an eight-cylinder laying around, and either they didn't like the six-cylinder that was in their truck, or... Their engine died, and they were like, "Well, we have this one." <clears throat> also, like, maybe it was standard. 
maybe was automatic. Flip a coin. Yeah. But my... <laughs> and the real question is whether or not if it whether or not the gear pattern was correct. My granddad had an automatic and the shifter selector, like the gears weren't where they were supposed to be. So reverse was like in the middle of no, like there wasn't even like you had to put it in the middle of no, like nowhere to get it to go into reverse. <laughs> and then none of the other like things. It's not even, it's not even in like where you shift to. Right. Yeah. So oh there's, God. there's park. And then there was like, like an inch and a half of space and then first, second drive and overdrive. And you had to get it somewhere in the middle of that inch and a half space. And you had to feel out all the gears because they weren't where they were supposed to be. So like you had to feel it kick into reverse. And then you knew that probably you were going to reverse. <laughs> but we, uh, we, never, we never really used the overdrive setting because it was too easy to shift back down and go way past like regular drive and then into second. And then the whole ass engine just sped out the front. <laughs> <laughs> just like you squeeze the banana too hard and the, like the whole ass thing just <laughs> shot out uh, <laughs> um, now that's that's not a good feeling to go from like 40 miles an hour down to 25 in a matter of a second like your engine hates you <laughs> why don't you go back down to the house and get your glass of tea I'm gonna put this engine back and I'll pick you up directly <laughs> yeah uh, basically with a different vehicle cause that <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, farm, farm trucks are a, uh, with a different adventure. vehicle. Cause I don't know. I got enough <laughs> duct tape for this, <laughs> man. Right. Like four hours, two rolls of duct tape and a whole thing of bailing wire later. Uh, it runs again. <laughs> it's got a funny knock to it, but I think you'll be all right. <laughs> also for how long, <laughs> how long indeed. So, uh, <laughs> He had another truck, uh, very similar to the one with the funky shifting, but it shifted right. It just died, does like, any, randomly. <clears throat> does any farmer over the age of 50 have fewer than three trucks? No, I've never met one. <laughs> uh, they, they have at least three, uh, and then one broken one. Uh, pro yeah. Probably for parts, question mark, though it's not the right make or model to interchange with anything. <laughs> But for parts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like... <sighs> per household. Per household, Not yes. necessarily per individual, but definitely right. per... Because, like, same thing with my dad and granddad. Um, had granddad's good truck. Mm -hmm. Had a work truck that kind of worked most of the time. Mm -hmm. Had dad's little truck that didn't work anymore mm -hmm. and had dad's we called it old red because obviously mm -hmm. it was it was a chevrolet pickup and yes that's what chevy is short for and this is a truck from the time before they started shortening it on the trucks themselves mm -hmm. was was it a chevy love did the the hood open the wrong way no oh okay no uh and it was from early 80s probably okay so we had early to mid 80s <clears throat> so there was there was a, a a model of chevy pickup truck um standard cab um I think it was also a standard wheelbase. The hood, it was the Chevy Love. The hood opened backwards from how most hoods open. And we had one that was red. And my granddad had had two that were blue. <laughs> um, and that's the reason I asked if, if, if and we called, we called my granddad's old blue. And so that's, that's the reason I asked if, if old red happened to be a Chevy Love because <clears throat> they're kind of hard to find now. <coughs> they may have even been hard to find maybe back then i don't i don't know but we also had an old blue okay it worked when i was a child yep that's how our old blue was <laughs> slash is so my my granddad so five <clears throat> yeah 
<laughs> so five. My my granddad had his own personal junkyard <clears throat> where the uh, things that no longer worked well enough to use but could still conceivably have useful parts went to to rust until they weren't useful anymore. Wow. <laughs> Um, you'll have that <clears throat> yep um but anyway um and it's still there uh in my granddad's uh personal junkyard you know maybe one day uh we'll do something with it <laughs> who knows uh but uh point is we still got it <laughs> we do not we after... probably shouldn't but <laughs> after dad and granddad passed we pretty much were like hey right buy our shit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and somebody did good for them yeah proud of them yeah <sighs> good job yeah uh man so magic is a magical place and living in the south is sometimes kind of strange yeah Yep. <laughs> yep. That's about right. Oh. Uh, um. Anyway, American South is not the same thing as the American West. Yee yee is not yeehaw, and uh, uh, so on and so forth. Miscellaneous accessories. Any closing thoughts? Uh. Several. But asking me to pick one is asking me to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's not allowed. Uh, well, you know, what decisions are not allowed. That's why I play mono blue. <laughs> there you go, folks. <clears throat> what to do if you can't decide? Nothing. And that's what mono blue does. I think I'm going to play this card. <clears throat> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, and you're also not going to play the next seven cards in your deck. <laughs> yeah, if a, mono, if a mono blue player has untapped mana, just don't play anything. <laughs> just, just like, like play white, <clears throat> set on safe passage until they try to make an all out play for game and tap themselves out. And then you can play. Honestly. For a turn. Actually, there's, there's some blue cards that say one blue mana or pay two life so even even tapped out you still can't play <laughs> even tapped out you're not safe there's an older card now called pact of negation mm -hmm. um it costs zero to play it counts as a blue mm -hmm. it um counter target spell mm -hmm. and pay i think five at the beginning of your next turn or you lose the game Something to that effect, yeah. I've got it. It's in my music stick. <laughs> I never had one. I, so Mike, my resident everything dealer, uh, Mike hooked me up with uh, some, some, some good stuff uh, for, for my, my red blues. Um, Force of Will. Uh, yeah. All the, all the goods, all the, all the good counter spells are, are in there. So, uh, I can't I can't I can't judge anybody for for being a dirty blue player. <laughs> After I finally got it completed, my good blue deck, which again is 10 years old now. It it was in standard format when the first Innistrad and second Ravnica blocks were standard. I got you. Um <clears throat> and I played two matches that I did not win. One of them was a draw. Scary. I don't like it. Actually, no, that one was technically a loss because I finally had to forfeit because the other guy wasn't going to and I had other shit to do. Yeah, no, that's... Eh. <laughs> I love you, Matt. Um, so, we were both playing... My blue deck is a mill counter, mm -hmm. and he had a mill deck. Oh, boy. And so we were just milling the shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. I had plenty of contingency for that. Right. I had ample contingency for that. And 
he did too. <laughs> yep. My contingency for it was stuff that shuffled my graveyard back into my library. Right, right. His contingency, like you suggested, as soon as I was completely tapped out, he got off a platinum angel. Oh, for those oh, who no. for those who don't know, platinum angel. As long as it's on the field, you can't lose, and your opponent can't win. And specifying both of those things is important because rules fuckery is mm-hmm. integral to playing magic, especially when you're playing blue. Yep. And I had, I had nothing to get it off the field. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and the other was also against a uh, bisexual um, aggro control deck. Mm-hmm. This one was Pyromancer's Ascension themed. Oh. For those who don't know, Pyromancer's Ascension was a... I think it was two cost enchantment. Um, you, if you play a, an instant or sorcery that is already in your graveyard, you, uh, put a counter on it. If it's got at least two counters, anytime you play an instant or sorcery, copy it. Mm-hmm. Get a play set. Oh. Oh, no. Spicy. I love you, Kendall. <laughs> Man. That, <clears throat> and that's... No, I was mistaken. I didn't forfeit. Matt finally... Finally hit the combo just right where he was able to mill all of my anti-mill contingencies. Ah, that's why you gotta have an Ulamog. <clears throat> when Ulamog hits the graveyard, he just goes back into the deck. You can mill him forever and ever. <laughs> can you? No, I don't. I I think I think I think the way the effect re- resolution works is that like if he's the like if he was the only card in your deck and you had to mill two, you would mill him and then you couldn't mill the second one. So I think I think you would basically lose then, um, because his effect wouldn't resolve until after the mill effect resolved. I also forget which Ulamog it was, but anyway, that's it for today, guys. I think my next appointment's here. <laughs> what? Said so I think my next appointment's here. Okay. Um, but anyway, we will um, uh, catch you guys next time. Uh, appreciate you for coming. Thanks for having me. Anytime. And we will uh, catch y'all next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs>